Hello and welcome to Gippsland Anglicans On Air. Today we will hear two beautiful songs and a trio of articles that relate to environmentalism. The articles were first published in our monthly magazine, The Gippsland Anglican, and written by members of the group Acting on Climate Together in Gippsland, whose mission is to inspire, encourage and equip Gippsland Anglicans to act on climate change, to study the theology of creation in our households, churches, schools and agencies, and to pray and act for the good of earth and all creatures. The first article celebrates the excellent work of op shops in reducing items in landfill and finding new owners for usable goods. There are 23 Anglican op shops across Gippsland redirecting quality, usable goods away from landfill and towards the hands and homes of people who can use them. The second article is a story of six trees in Druin and the symbolism they hold. It is widely accepted that planting trees and vegetation supports the natural environment in many ways, including shade for people and wildlife, water absorption into the soil, ground stability, habitat and food for animals, and aesthetic appeal. The third article offers practical right now environmental actions for households, parishes and workplaces. For details of all our episodes, please visit www.gippslandanglicans.org.au for program details. Op Shops, Working to Help the Environment by Reverend Cathy Turnbull. This is published in the September 2023 edition. There are so many benefits to shopping in an op shop. Op shops are known as places where you can get a bargain, because of this, they are also places where members of the community who are struggling financially can purchase clothing and other items at a cheap price. They are also great places to connect with others, to volunteer and to create community. If you ever spend a week with op shop volunteers, you get some idea of the enormous amount of clothing that is only worn once or twice before being donated. Even more ends up in landfill. Few people these days are willing to wear clothes until it wears out. Our desire for new is so prevalent across the Western world that we find ourselves buying new clothes without ever thinking about the consequences. Now, with online shopping, it is easier than ever to purchase clothing, whether we actually need it or not. According to ABC News reporter Claire Moody, the Australian Fashion Council calculated that in 2018 and 19, the average Australian bought 56 items of new clothing a year, including socks and underwear. We are among the biggest purchasers of clothing in the world. According to Martina Egini, Managing Director at Earth.org, Fast fashion brands are producing twice the amount of clothes today than in the year 2000. Each year, as much as 92 million tonnes of clothing ends up in landfill across the world. This is equivalent to a rubbish truck full of clothes going to landfill every second. The fashion industry alone is said to be responsible for nearly 10% of global carbon emissions. 
Each item of fast fashion we purchase comes at a huge cost for every step of its production. Most clothing today is made up of natural material mixed with plastics and even metals. The production of the base material, such as cotton, comes at an environmental cost. The travel miles for growing, producing product, cutting, sewing and shipping before the clothing even arrives in the shops or on our doorsteps are responsible for huge emissions and the industry uses huge amounts of water. Then when the fashion changes, the shops often discard the leftover stock, which ends up in local landfill or is sent to poorer countries to end up in huge environmentally damaging stockpiles. As well as effects on the environment, there is the human impact on those who are exploited in the manufacture of clothes for profit-driven companies. Exploitative work practices are still common among mainstream fashion brands. Awareness of the waste generated by the fashion industry is growing. Op shops are now being recognised as important places of reuse, keeping clothing and household goods out of landfill, giving them a second or even a third life. This is attracting people to op shops because they care about the environment and want to do their bit in response to climate change. We urgently need to reconsider our consumer habits when we purchase clothing. Op shops are a great first step. Look it in your local op shop before looking for new clothes. When you have finished with an item of clothing, if it is still in good shape, then donate it to your local op shop so it continues to have a life. By doing so, you reduce the amount of clothing bought new, which ultimately reduces the amount of clothing manufactured. You also give greater value to the item of clothing as it finds a second or perhaps even third home and the cost to make the end product has gone further. Our op shops are one great step towards a better, cleaner, healthier world for all. Before you shop, remember to op shop. That article was written by the Reverend Kathy Turnbull. She's deacon in charge at St John's Anglican Church in Nanagoon, which is also home of the Posh Op Shop. She is a member of the acting group. I'm going to take care of the world I'm in Looking after everything, the trees in the field The birds in the sky that sing What a world we're living in Try to love the world and treat it kindly. I'm gonna care all of my life. We've got one world, one chance. Let's play our part, we'll be bringers of hope. One world, one chance. Let's play our part, we'll be bringers of hope to our
try to love the world and treat it kindly. Trees Hold an Important Story, article written by Libby Willems, published in the October 2023 edition. Remembrance Day in 2018 was no usual day. In that year, the world stopped to commemorate the 100th anniversary of the armistice of the Great War, when peace of a sort had been restored. On that day in Druin, as happens every year on Remembrance Day, and on Anzac Day, a large procession of people walked up from the commemoration at the Druin War Memorial Park past Christchurch to the RSL rooms for a restorative cuppa and sausage roll with the diggers. The Reverend Dr Dean Spaulding, our rector at the time, started thinking about the importance of this biannual micro-pilgrimage from the Memorial Park for the people of Druin. Having a passion for all things botanical, Dean had already noticed the mature elm trees in the Memorial Park and a cluster of young trees that had been planted when the park was upgraded in recent years. The lawn-covered nature strip in front of Christchurch caught Dean's imagination and perhaps seemed to be a blank canvas just waiting for a vegetative upgrade. But not just any old thing. What was needed was vegetation with a purpose, a story, symbolism. Dean found that around 60,000 Australian lives were lost in the Great War, including 66 men from Druin. The number six began appearing over and over again. In the 14 years from 1919 to 1933, another 38,000 Australian war veterans lost their lives most likely due to complications from their experiences in the war. That number, 38,000, is not too far from 6,000 multiplied by six. So that was it. Six trees were going to help us remember the sacrifices of the Great War. Golden elms seemed to be the best choice, similar to the elm trees in the park, but different in hue to distinguish them from the others. Dean liaised with Borbore Shire Council's Parks and Gardens Coordinator and gained permission from, for the trees to be planted in the winter months before the 100th commemoration. The Shire Council purchased the trees and were responsible for the planting to be sure that the trees would not compromise any underground infrastructure. Dean garnered the help of some younger parishioners to help prepare the nature strip for the planting. 
On the 11th of November 2018, an outdoor service was held at Christchurch to pray for the fallen service men and women, those that were injured and those whose loved ones did not return. The six golden elms were dedicated and blessed that they may always serve as a reminder of the Great War, lest we forget. Almost five years on, the trees are growing well. Since their planting, Gippsland Anglicans have deepened their commitment to action on climate with a decision made at Gippsland Synod 2022. These trees now also remind me of our obligation to protect and care for the natural environment.
Climate Action at Church, Five Practical Tips. Here are a few suggestions and resources from ACTING to help reduce carbon emissions from church buildings. Written by Jan Down, published in August 2023. Number one, change air con temperature by one degree and save 10% on energy. The energy auditor at the Sale Cathedral noted, minor adjustments to air conditioner settings will reduce energy usage notably. Every one degree Celsius above 20 degrees setting will add 10% to the heating cost. The reverse is true on cooling. For every degree lower than 23 degrees, it will add 10% to the cooling cost. He suggested a winter setting of 18 to 20 degrees and for summer, 22 to 23 degrees. Number two, avoid or compost waste in church kitchens. 30 parishes, that's 30 church kitchens, plus out centres, have to dispose of food waste, packaging and cleaning products. If every church makes improvements to the way they do this, it will have a real impact and it will encourage individuals to do the same at home. Food waste can be collected to be composted at home or in the church community garden compost bin. The local council may provide a green waste bin that can include food scraps. Sustainability Victoria has a helpful online tool to make recycling easier. Small Acts, Big Impact suggests six small acts and provides tips and tricks on each. It also helps you reach the relevant section of your council website quickly to check on how to recycle in your area. Things change and the councils are different, so it's good to check. Search Small Acts, Big Impact at sustainability.vic.gov.au. Take a one-minute quiz about your kitchen habits. Based on your answers, you will be offered a choice of three small actions to choose from. That link again, sustainability.vic.gov.au. Number three, compare energy providers. Find out how your energy provider compares environmentally. Go to choice.com.au forward slash home improvement forward slash energy saving forward slash reducing your carbon footprint forward slash articles forward slash green electricity review. Also consider a not-for-profit energy cooperative cooperativepower.org.au. Number four, improve energy efficiency. Energy-saving tips like fitting draft seals to windows and doors are available from the Victorian government. Search energy.vic.gov.au for more information. Number five, when they wear out, Replace gas appliances with electric ones. Gas is a polluting fossil fuel, contributing to greenhouse gas emissions. The Climate Council says gas appliances are less efficient and more expensive to run than modern electric equivalents. See the Climate Council's guide to getting off gas. And you can find their website at climatecouncil.org.au. Small acts make a big impact. 
Thank you for listening to Gippsland Anglicans on Air. My name is Libby Willems. We'll see you next time. Bye.